Hey, what's going on, homie? Welcome to another episode of Hella Perreo, a very Bay Area podcast all about reggaeton, la cultura, el chisme, and everything in between. This is episode five of Hella Perreo, and it's your boy D, as in Daniel, aka Damn Daniel, aka your Perreo plug, aka your brother's keeper, because I'm not a gatekeeper. Absolutely not. Always putting you on to something new. Well, actually, let me pause right there because do you guys know where the AKAs come from? Like, do you know what type of homage? Is that how you say it? Homage. Do you know what type of homage this is? Because this goes all the way back to the first people that and probably the originators. I'm going to say that they're the originators. Um, Jesus and Mero. Anybody? Does that ring a bell? Well, um, they were a dynamic duo of the time in podcasting, and they were fucking hilarious. Uh, they're both from New York, New York City. And, yeah, I used to listen to them religiously every week on BART, going up and down the Bay Area, just getting shit done, going to school. And, yeah, so they were actually some of my biggest inspirations in um in podcasting and they really changed the game for this industry and they were honestly doing video podcasting way before all these other podcasters that came up during the pandemic so shout out to them and uh, if you know you know as we've been doing in some of the recent episodes i like to shout out the cities that have been listening to hello perreo the most and this one is a plot twist for me i was shook when i seen this on the analytics and Shout out to the city of angels, Los Angeles, for being number one in listening to Hello Perreo this last week, um, followed by Oakland and then San Francisco. I don't know what happened to SF. Like, where are you at? <laughs> Y'all were number one last week and I believe the week before. So L.A. came in for the for the number one spot. Um, honorable mention though, honorable mention to Chicago, Illinois. I haven't seen her up here ever. So shout out to y'all in Chicago, Illinois. Um, whoever you are that's listening, hit me up. Um, let's get into a little bit of a recap of the last episode on episode four. We talked to Vicente Garcia, the creator of Planet Cunt, a queer-ass futuristic party hosted in downtown L.A. I highly suggest all of you in the L.A. area, since L.A. is now my top city listening, I suggest all of you go and follow Planet Cunt on Instagram. That is at Planet, just how you spell it, Cunt, K-U-N-T. Uh, go follow, go check the vibes out, and uh, stay tuned for the next party that Planet Cunt is going to be uh, doing. Uh, but anyway, we talked a lot about what perreo we think the aliens are listening to or what perreo we would put the aliens onto if we were to be abducted by aliens. I'm sure we've all fantasized just a little bit about being abducted by aliens. I mean, I've joked around about it a lot um, with my friends. We all kind of are like, oh, whenever the aliens want to come and get me, I'm here. <laughs> so I know I'm not the only one. Um, but yeah, if any of you guys have been to Planet Cunt, like I said, um, it's a vibe. It's a vibe all the time. The first Planet Cunt happened in July and the next one was in October. And like I said earlier, there is one coming up very soon. Date to be determined. But yes, stay informed uh, at Planet Cunt on Instagram. And also check out the playlist that Vicente and I made for you all. It's on Spotify only. Um, see the link in my bio. By the time this episode drops, it'll be there. 
um yeah sorry apple apple music people um you can still look at the web or the website you can still look at the spotify playlist just go and download those onto your apple music i might end up making playlists on apple music too sometime maybe we'll see let's get into some cheese my guys so, like I always say, this is the podcast about reggaeton, la cultura, el chisme, and everything in between. So, there are a few things that are on the board for chisme. Uh, first things first, uh, this one is just something that needs to be talked about at all times. Um, it's the biggest chisme of the world, and it's actually more than just chisme. Um, the Palestinian genocide, guys, the Palestinian genocide has been going on since October 7th. And since then, there has been over 11,000 deaths at the time of this recording. And honestly, we have to call it what it is, guys. We have to call it what it is. And it is a genocide. I am not very politically involved at all. So, a lot of times my vocab is not all the way there when it comes to these type of things, but what I can comfortably share is how I feel. My feelings and my emotions have been all over the place when it comes down to this. Um, I'm not Palestinian, nor do I have any family members or immediate family members for that matter that come from that area. However, I still feel emotionally connected to what I've been seeing. Um, but yeah, um, at the beginning of October, this is when all this happened. And, you know, October is my birthday month. And not to justify um, my disassociation from the world on my birthday month, but that's kind of what happens. I don't know. Every October, I kind of just tap into myself even more. And bueno, that's exactly what I was doing. So in all honesty, I was kind of trying to ignore some of this stuff because I just thought it was like, I don't actually know what I thought it was, but I just thought it was going to be over soon. And I, I don't know, but I encourage you guys to stay informed at the very least, do a little bit of research on what's going on, because I'm pretty sure if this was happening in any of our home countries, we would want the entire world to go up. We would want the entire world to go up. We want the world to see what's going on and we would want people to be fighting for Mexico, for Salvador, for Guatemala, for whatever country that you come from, you would want people to to scream, to be on the streets protesting to stop this shit if it was happening to your people. And none of us are free until we're all free. So let's start there. Um so yeah, stay stay tapped in with what's going on. Um on Hello Perreo, I have tagged a bunch of Palestinian journalists and reporters that you can follow um and yeah so go and uh see the hello perreo post it is an artwork uh like a digital artwork piece by um the instagram account at i should be painting it's a digital drawing of bisan which is a who is a um a palestinian journalist um who a lot of the internet a lot of instagram a lot of the social media sites are just continually praying for and uh and obsessively checking in on her just because it's so important to make sure that Palestinians are the ones telling this story because no one else is going to tell your story better than you so that's why we want Palestinians to Palestinian journalists and all the Palestinians that for this matter but 
we we just really want the journalists to continue to be able to um tell the story of this and when it ends because it's gonna end and like that uh drawing says palestine will be free in my lifetime and i don't know i get the chills when i think about it but you know something's got to give and um i just can't imagine the world staying blind and quiet to this Anyways, um, secondly, uh, the Grammy nominations were just announced uh, last week. Uh, Tiny's Data, um, Carol G's Mañana Será Bonito, and Raúl Alejandro Saturno were nominated. And fun fact, Tiny is actually going to be a winner either way because he is listed as a producer uh, on Carol G's album and Raúl Alejandro's album. So either way, Tiny is winning. Like, his time has been coming and he's out here and uh and it's fucking dope. Tiny has become kind of like the prince of reggaeton over the years, over the decades actually now we can say. Um and truly is the essence of the genre. He has become a major player in how the genre has grown and I honestly can't wait to see him live again. More on that later though. Thirdly, Tokisha is featured on a new song, and I've also added it to this week's playlist because it does fit in with the vibe. It's called La Muerte by Luisa Sonsa, a Brazilian artist. It's kind of an EDM vibe and definitely something that you'd hear at a circuit party. I kind of like it, though, because although we are kind of used to seeing Tokisha in the EDM space a little bit, this is different, though. I don't know. It. It just seemed like she was risking a little bit more. Um, I've never heard of Luisa Sonza before, so it's also kind of nice to see Tokisha collaborating with a not-so-well-known artist and putting Brazilian music on the map even more. Um, as Latinos, Latinx people, we a lot of times don't really put much of an emphasis on Brazil and include them in the conversation. So it's kind of nice to see a little bit of a bridging of a gap there. Um, more on Tokisha. She is truly, in my opinion, one of a kind, kind of an artist. And she continues to get the spotlight as she grows and scales to the top. With that being said, Tokisha is going to be on gallery sessions. And as quoted on their Instagram bio, gallery sessions is a live music session recorded in a window display they've had really dope artists like trueno casu alvaro diaz and recently young miko which is of course how i found out about gallery sessions tokisha's gallery session will air on thursday november 16th check their instagram like i said it is at gallery.sessions and on youtube i believe it's the same thing lastly cheese on my life um i almost called this episode off because um, I just had oral surgery, a.k.a. I had a tooth extraction and an incision in my mouth. So I almost call this episode off, but I was not going to let this one stop me or the consistency of this show. Like I said, I'm going to give you guys a show every single week. Aunque sea de cinco minutos, there will be an episode. Um, also, I was mad inspired by Kiki Palmer. <laughs> Do you guys listen to her podcast? It's called Baby, This is Kiki Palmer. 
Well, she's very consistent on that podcast. And not only is she consistent, but she also brings her mother on for the opening segment of the podcast. And if you follow Kiki Palmer like I do, she has been going through it, through the motherfucking bushes and thorns. And it's all because of her trifling ass baby daddy. So if she's having baby daddy issues, a whole ass mom bringing her mom onto the podcast and being consistent with that, I'm like, baby, this is hello perreo. For real, I was like, I can do this. What is oral surgery to a motherfucking baby daddy drama? You know, like, I can do this. They gave me some fucking antibiotics. They gave me the fucking drugs. We out. And before we jump into the episode, I want to give you guys the fine print disclaimer. My voice sounds so fucking ronco. If you don't know what that means, it's basically like my voice was raspy. I sounded like I had a really bad sore throat or at least I was recover. Well, the fact is I was recovering from a terrible sore throat. Um, I don't know what happened after we sent this recording of the episode, but like a couple days later, I had the worst fucking sore throat. It was terrible. I felt like I had just gone to a fucking Bad Bunny concert and fucking screamed my lungs out you know what I mean that's what it felt like and I don't know but I much like this uh recording right now I said the show must go on I have scheduled with my guest and I'm gonna be there with all that being said episode five is with Danny Ramirez he is a friend of mine and we go back a few years I think we met like in 2017 but yeah, he is a spiritualist, a tarot card reader, and a musician. On this episode, we talked about his most recent perreo experience, which was really fucking fresh. <laughs> I didn't know it was that recent for him, which caught me off guard. Um, we talked about tarot, and we also played a round of Hot Seat. So uh, let's get into the interview. podcast i have my friend danny ramirez how you doing what's popping i'm good i'm good thank you for having me hopefully you're okay with me dropping your government name i don't know uh, well it is what it is ah <laughs> cuts ah, just kidding well my friend danny we'll see what we do with that <laughs> what's popping tell us a little bit about yourself so what are the vibes what are you into what are you doing like i know that you're into like doing tarot and spirituality but like you're tapping into so 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 much more and i'm sure all of your friends and followers that are and your supporters i like calling people supporters instead of followers it just feels a little more you know personal um nonetheless um what's up so talk to us about your tarot journey and spirituality a little bit about you your bay area native toda la cosa you know the whole tamale the whole tamale tamale oh hello no sabo the whole tamale just a little bit well, yeah, my name is Danny. Um, I am vibing with Danny on TikTok. And He's popping on TikTok. Popping I'll tell you TikTok that. When I tell you. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. So I'm one of the classic uh, TikTok tarot readers. I started, I first picked up my first, first deck at around 21, 22. I'm 29 right now. But I was mostly just reading for myself. It was more of a self-reflective kind of journey for me. 
um, you know, I had been a Aztec dancer or danzante for since I was what fifteen ish, sixteen, and I started my spiritual journey through that kind of lens, right? Um, and then after that, um, when I graduated high school, got my own spot, I started dabbling more into, I guess you would say, deeper uh, spiritual practices, and that was, you know, uh, tarot reading. Um, and then at then as I got older, I started, you know, also getting into yoga as a personal practice. Um, yes, Latinos can do yoga too. <laughs> that part, it's I not mean, just the Caucasian thing. If you got a body, you could do it. I think. right. And um, currently, right now, I'm finishing up a yoga teacher trainer at Stanford uh, in okay. the school of psychiatry. Yeah. So What's the school mascot of Stanford? Pop you know, quiz. I don't know. Nah, I'm just there does he really go? to finish ah, my <laughs> degree because <laughs> your boy wants to do something else with his life. No, I was just curious because all I ever see about Stanford is a freaking tree, and I can't believe that that would be a, the mascot. I mean, well, they got a tree. Yeah. I don't know. It's a vibe. Okay, you know, <laughs> gotta break break vibe. the status quo. It doesn't have to be freaking animals and yeah. freaking Native Americans. Right. Well, I'm <laughs> glad it's not a Native American. <laughs> oh um, my God! Could you imagine going to a school that has that mascot, but then also doing like decolonial work in, in and amongst yourself? That'd be mm. difficult. I don't know. How no school pride. <laughs> no school pride. <laughs> Just here for the degree. Uh, I'm here for yeah for the degree. <laughs> I'm here to it's the education. That well, well, when you think about it, like it, it does kind of hold this kind of power dynamic, right? It's mm -hmm. the Gucci of all schools, right? It's oh, we do like, have a designer, a designer me? bag sometimes if we can. I mean, but having that name, like yo me puedo defender donde sea, like, mm. and that's no shade to anybody else, but it's like I can walk into rooms now and be like has stanford on it so it's you just the know. fact of the matter and you gotta right. you know you gotta know what you're walking into you know most definitely just to keep the metaphor going and so right and so <laughs> and so <laughs> i i do feel like it holds so much privilege and and i also do uh kind of reflect on that privilege and, and what it creates right that's I'm, what's up i'm like one of the only people of color there um so it is uh and uh, for it to also be a yoga practice right yoga is a person of color practice let us not forget that it comes part. from South Asia, right? But the Western world has adapted it only for white women, white cis women. You feel me? And if yeah, you don't fit they that turn mold, it into cults. Right. But and if you can't fit that mold, then you're automatically not allowed to practice something that isn't even theirs. You feel me? Mm. So it's already kind of it gets crazy. And I've I should connect you with my yoga friend. She's really fucking dope. Well, please do. She makes really awesome content. And oh, I feel well. like you both could like create some really dope stuff. But um, <laughs> You know, tapping back into reggaeton, perreo, the cultura, and the whole thing, the whole enchilada, the whole tamal, tamale, however you want to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, by the way, sorry about my voice, friends. Um, last interview, I don't know what the fuck happened, but last interview, salito, ronco, at the end of it, I don't know, but... Maybe I need a limpia. Oh. Danny, maybe I need a limpia. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a throw shock. I, right need some <laughs> <healing>. <laughs> I need some healing. I need some healing. Anyways. She needs her throat chakra open. Did you catch <laughs> Or that closed. Trend? I don't I know. Don't know. Uh, I would say open. <laughs> <laughs> um, bueno, I think so. No, entonces, what the fuck was I going to ask you? Oh, yeah, so... 
I used to ask this question all the time on Hello Perreo when I was at KSFS Radio. I know I'm getting all hot up in this bitch. Um, so at KSFS Radio, I would always ask my guests, when was the last time que tu perreaste? Like, oh. yeah, when was the last time que tu perreaste? A nasty one. A nasty perreo. I mean, because uh. you can perrear any day in your house, and you know, right. whatever. Right. I mean, those are moments también. Well, moments I, to be remembered. I would say yesterday. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden. I was at, no, I was at Folsom Street Fair. Oy. Um, Ay, cuéntanos, how's for, tell everybody who doesn't know. Uh, Folsom Street Fair is yeah. a celebration of the body. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexuality and everything in between. <laughs> the in betweens is what's celebrated, actually. Oh my god! It's the in betweens. Oh, lo que no se ve. That's hella funny. <laughs> lo que no se pregunta. Lo que no se ve, no se pregunta. Uh, shout out to. Y eso sí se ve. Eso sí se ve a Folsom Street for that shit is. It's kind of fun. I mean, it's kind of nice. You know, it's nice to be in a space where, like, it's a vibe. you know, people embrace themselves regardless of how the fuck uh, they might have felt like the week before. You know. You know, I just feel like I I can't I can't not look at things through a critical lens though. Um, Ooh, talk about you it. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, again, this idea of what BDSM creates in a community is, or not even in a community, but like the community of BDSM is mostly caucasian people and, oh, I and, hate it. and and that's that's fine like li- live your life i'm not i'm not saying like you know fuck all these white people but, but <laughs> fuck all these white people right i have a hard time <laughs> watching white people enjoy themselves sometimes. no I, and you know and, and <laughs> I, I, I think do. that's part of the process too i do I, that's part of the process you know it is i think this is my healing journey because i mm. don't think my ancestors enjoy them having fun either i mean you know so for that matter i don't either and so i don't know i think um <laughs> It's interesting to be in those kind of spaces. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. Que- queer spaces can be, or queer spaces dominated by white culture, there we go, can be can be interesting. Oh, good word choice. You know? Appreciate that. Yeah, and so, it, you know, I don't know. It's just like w- when you are not the quote-unquote majority, and I don't even like to say it in that way, but y- y'all are catching what I'm trying to say. Um there's a lot of of ownership of the self that needs to happen beforehand. There's a Ooh, lot of ownership of the self. Yeah. I don't think they heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I say it one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> they need to come to the front. Bangan, bangan, no more than because we are talking about fucking Folsom. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of Folsom, y mordiendo y todas las cosas, so how was the perreo? Let's get back into it. Oh, yeah, the, the <laughs> question at hand. Not well, you getting decolonial on uh, <laughs> I mean, again, I can't, I can't. Talk about the perreo. Uh, no, we want to cool, know about the sociedad. You know, I went with my, with my partner and my oh, brother's shout partner. Out partner. Yeah. Shout out all the partners. Yeah, all the partners. Los buenos y a veces los malos. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, those help you grow, right? Mm. Or they should. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, snip, snip. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> um, no, it was cool. It was, it was cool. They were playing uh, Baile Funky. What's um, that? Talk about it. Is a Brazilian um, form of hip hop, or oh, is it Brazilian funk? Brazilian funk. So Baile Funky. Oh, you know, but I Baile Funky is how they call it. Yeah, or Funky. Oh They'll call God, it funky. funky. I should just start calling it that. That's what I call it. Because Brazilian funk is again very like westernized. That's not what they call well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you're just saying it in English, right? And if it's, and yeah, call it what it actually is. Because right? we yeah. don't call reggaeton 
Reggaeton. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah. So, what kind of music were they playing? Uh, folks, um, uh, but but the whole time. <laughs> He's like, oh, funky. well, we were there for a little bit, <laughs> and then and then we got over it. It, w- it became overwhelming for us. Um, overwhelming? Why? Uh, Too many well, bodies? Uh, it's just you know, and and this is no shade to the kink community, BDSM community, or any any which way. But I, I think for me, it, it got to a point where I was like. This is this is a lot, you know, and 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 I'm getting overwhelmed with mm. with the the excess of stimuli, um, Ooh. just based on like on certain things not being for me. You know what I'm saying? I might need um, an excess of stimuli. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know where to go. When I sobre dosis, just real quick, just because. No más adrede. You know, más Fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Como caiga. Pues es broma, es broma. Yeah. We talk about everything and anything. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music were you listening to when you were younger? Actually, let's do a hot seat. I have oh. a couple questions uh, off the dome. We're going to jump into a hot seat, everybody. All right, homie. So, um, hot seat round one. Um, what was your favorite artist growing up? And if uh, you have to have two, you can have two, but no more than two. Does it have to be growing up, or can it be now, too? Or just as a child? You don't know what the hot seat has in store. Oh, I sure do not know. Excuse so why am, why you. am I trying to ask questions? Yeah. <laughs> this is the hot seat. Let me seat. just enjoy the ride. Pues súbete y pues dale. Um, growing up, fuck. I mean, uh, I grew up... And I didn't, re- as a child, child, I didn't really have uh, an artist per se that I liked. I just enjoyed music. I was in a mm. church choir as a kid. So um, I I just sang. Like your I family's like, church? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I valid. was part of a church That's choir. That's cool. Um, but I don't, I don't, um, I really, I think the person that really marked a lot of my, like, wow, I fucking love music was MIA. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was out for for a Fly minute. Life, yeah. we get high Fly life, planes. Planes. If you yeah. Catch me Shout out to Sri Lanka. <laughs> okay, that was very unexpected. That really took me back to MTV TRL. How about this one? What is your favorite dicho growing up that you heard around the house? Uh, un dicho. Yeah, like camarón no, durmiente no, yeah. se lo no. lleva la corriente. Yeah, right, right. Did I'm I take yours? Sorry. One. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Um. I'll tell uh, you a couple. How about that? Uh, my my no. Well, my my dad would always say de veras de veras te amarga el agua, de veras te margarita. So to this day, I don't know what the fuck that means. De veras te amarga el agua, de veras te margarita. De veras te amarga el agua, de veras te margarita. Yeah, I know that it has something to do with like. Um, don't be a sour sour patch. Well, no, because he would say it when we were like coming home after like a party and it was like oh yeah or ya triunfaste like that was <laughs> ya triunfaste what would that, that mean because he's just like like, like what I mean is something good well no there was like I'm judging you because you are clearly uh, hungover or you're clearly high as fuck right now uh, like you so so basically saying like ya te mandaste solo you did whatever the fuck you wanted ya triunfaste you feel me oh <laughs> <laughs> you grown now it's basically right, what right, to try right. and it was like fuck like no or, but you know that you were fucked up so you were like well, what am I gonna say so while your friends was saying like hey get better get better you get home and you're just like ya triunfaste yeah pretty much <laughs> 
Perreando hasta abajo. Then your dad yeah. is over here judging. Pretty much, pretty much. It's the perreo of it all, I'm telling you. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you currently obsessed with now, artist-wise, music-wise? Mm. Viste que no sabías lo que, te, lo que traía en el I future. Know. Well, I think ever since I, I saw Jesse Reyes in concert, oh my God. I've been obsessed. I've been obsessed. <sighs> Talking about, if you go check out my TikTok, she liked one. The better que ya triunfaste for real, though, in a different sense. But that's what's up. Okay. So her, I also really enjoyed Tiny. Um, I really enjoyed the creative um, direction that Tiny has been has been. I love that. Currently obsessed, been obsessed. Everything. All the music is such a vibe. Oh my god, I saw him live at Baja Beach Fest. Oh, good for you. Got my entire life. It recalibrated my spine actually. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I was aligned. All my chakras. <laughs> yeah. From the crown <laughs> to the fucking tail. What's that one called? From the crown to the pussy <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yeah. The pussy chakra was the most healed that was day. Yeah, that one was, yeah. <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> you take a breath for that one. Um yeah, it was good. It was it was a vibe. It was a time and um I I think yeah I Actually, I think watching Tiny live, I got my virginity back. Probably, mm. I don't know. I think it was that yeah, deep. It was yeah. that profound. It took me back you to when I was a virgin. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think it, it brought it back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Might have to figure that one out. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, nonetheless, um, so tarot and uh, spirituality. The 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 reason why I think it's it's so dope to merge the two worlds of reggaeton and like spirituality because it always it it happens it's happened it's been going on um there's a lot of i mean speaking of tiny there's a lot of like um experimental things going on right now with the genre and uh an artist that i really really love uh that what they're doing and just like breaking breaking boundaries is uh, her name is right now uh kind of like right now but like right now i don't know if you've heard of her I've seen her name pop up on on like <laughs> my Spotify. Yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely killing it. She's uh, I I think there was an article on Rolling Stone or something. I'll have to quote it or find it, but it was uh, talking about like all the women of reggaeton that are you know breaking the barriers of the boy dominate the male dominated industry. And I think it's dope. I think it's dope what Right Now is doing. And um, the song that instantly came to mind once I was like, oh, Danny needs to come on the show, is a song that I love and it's called Amare. Uh, mm. It's right now featuring Villano Antiano. I don't know if you're a fan of Villano. Um, Hello Perreo is a Villano Antiano stand account. Um, yeah. Just so that everybody knows. <laughs> very much. Um, That's how it started. <laughs> <laughs> it's evolved actually. Into uh, that. There <laughs> we go. Just yeah. like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> just like Pokemon. Yeah. I think we're in our um, Bulbasaur, not our Bulbasaur stage. We're in our um, someone's screaming through their headphones but yeah i know right yeah nonetheless um yeah so let's get on a quick little break for a second let's take a moment and then let's listen to the song real quick and we'll be right back 
Candela, soy la falla del sistema. Tú sigues por tu pera antes que prenda tu amistela. Lo que traigo es fuego, sorry, si te metes miedo. Siempre que lo quiero me lo como. No oculto si romo, escucha. No me espera a ti, mírame venir. Hoy yo llegué la regla invertí. Bájala tu reo que esta fiera no se casa. Ella me repega más que tu culata. Yeah. Y es que básica que la quiera amarrar, pero clásica que no pueda ni empezar porque básica. <laughs> We are coming back from that little break um, with Un Amarre by Right Now and Villano Antillano. Um, so, what is an amarre? Talk to us. So, we're talking about spirituality. There's a lot of vocabulary going around in the song about, you know. Haciendo hechizos and stuff like that. Talk to us a little bit about what is an amarre and what, um, yeah. An amarre in like very basic kind of way of explaining it is a binding spell, right? And so a binding spell or a binding work, right? Because I think in, in English uh, or in Wiccan practice or, you know, a more w- of a Western kind of idea, you call it a spell. Whereas in in Latino spirituality, from my experience, has only really been more of a trabajo or una hechiceria kind of thing, right? So it kind of, I don't know what exactly would be the the correct term to kind of translate it into um, uh, English. But yeah, no, uh, uh, an amarre is a binding spell, right? So what can you do with an amarre? Um, There's different things, right? Un amarre, you can straight up kind of uh either freeze somebody you know what i'm saying or or freeze, freeze? like freeze their energy yeah what? like can completely contain them because <gasps> it's a bind right oh you can God. contain somebody with that with that like work. for a day like for until until you want to like it, it all depends on, on you <laughs> until know until i unleash them from my pokeball yeah <laughs> pretty much no <laughs> and amare oh that'd be terrible i hope Oh my God! I have a all-seeing eye. Oh, so there you go. Do your, do your thing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Una de las cositas ya se le quitó. Does oh, that mean anything? Well, it means you need some milk. Te falta lechita, amiga. Not from a cow. From almonds only. Uh, okay. Coconuts. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, Maluma might have another kind of milk. Uh, that's, that's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> I know you were. I know you were. Um, no, but an amarre can also like because it is a in a binding. I want to do an amarre on Maluma. Shit. I mean, he probably has a lot of amarres being done on him already. <gasps> let's be real. He's in the pub. He's in the public eye. Like, and let's not be. You know. Um, but yeah, so an amarre can also be. It, it's very classically used classically used for love right to bind people together right um and again when you kind of translate these terminologies into english because english holds a different culture with it um these kind of spells or, or workings or you know spiritual works um get categorized into different kind of things right um i think it's always important as well me being mexican um to also acknowledge um that there is this essence of like magia blanca, magia verde, magia verde. Roca, is that for money? Magia, pretty much. Magia, oh, yeah, yeah. magia negra. You know, like there's the different like colors. I want the magia uh, verde, please. How they associate to different spiritualities. And so like an amarre can change, quote unquote, the color or categorization that it is, um, depending on what you're trying to do. So like mm. in, if it's love, it's roja, right? 
if it's more like I'm trying to bind you and I don't want you to succeed. I want to like. Oh my god, that's tight. terrible. That's more like magia negra. However, let's also be culturally critical here, right? Because where did that terminology come from? Right. Right. So. Um, <laughs> That part. No, but but legit because I should it just be called oculto because it's like so like uh, dark and hidden and you don't know. I don't know. I, I think that would be for each spiritualist or I don't each know, the Latinidad person. of it all just be making up words all the time. So Yeah. We may as well just make our own. Yeah, <laughs> but but I also feel like um it's it's about the idea of like um, magia negra gets such a negative connotation. Um It doesn't mean it, I got scared. Right. But then let's also tap into the idea of like where did that word actually come from and why Magia Blanca is only considered Magia Blanca? Like th- there's this idea of, of colorism all over Latin America. And so let's also acknowledge that that also shows up. Right. Um, like, for instance, and again, like no shade to anything like I, I'm only trying to start a conversation. I'm not trying to um, be the end. educating. Yeah, I'm not the end all be all mm-hmm. like I'm not even in the, you know. But what I want to say is that like vo- voodoo or voodoo um, gets this this very negative connotation and it's only looked at magia as magia negra, right? So, um, but they also don't see, there's no distinction between the culture of it and even the, the colorism of it. So let's just acknowledge that idea that cert- these, these terminologies were used to categorize a spiritual work um, as well as created this kind of like this is good and this is bad kind of thing because even for an amare let's say that somebody has been in a in an abusive relationship and they're like i don't i just i i can't undo this abuse kind of thing but you seek out a spiritualist to quote unquote do um magia negra on that person mm. right but as a form of liberation okay right? so I, yes, that's why yes, for me yes. it's just like i don't what like the categorization so much i'd rather just call it a spiritual work you know, I think it really is really down to like what you put into it, and and for what it's worth, um, the practice that you put into it. You can't just do it once and then be like, "Yes, do." You know, you kind of gotta believe it, and and honestly, you you have been uh, really inspiring in a lot of spiritual ways because, um, you know, we know, but I have come to you for um, a couple spiritual things here and there, you know, and I have you know, inquired to get some guidance of some things. And and that is truly the essence of, of what um, you've taught me is that it is what you make of it. It's literally, uh, and it's just like education, like school, like, yeah, of course, like you go to this school, you go to this institution, you go to this, that, and the other. But not everybody is going to be doing what they not everybody's doing the same thing everybody's right. using their degree for something else to fucking fulfill or not fulfill mm-hmm. shout out frequency 510 for fulfilling our our dreams and our <laughs> aspirations <laughs> and our college plans <laughs> no but on serio you know it is it is very that yeah thank you no um i i love what i do right i i have used tarot for myself so much um but now i i'm i'm starting uh, to to give that to the world, I guess. So you can say, yes. Para todo el mundo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about past lives? Do you believe in past lives? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Okay. So, like, do you think that most of us, or may actually, do you think most people you've encountered in your life have lived past lives, or do you encounter some people who are like, this is definitely your first go around? <laughs> um, no. No I don't. What? I don't 
bring that kind of thing to people because that's very judgmental. Well, not bringing it to them like oh. down for this is your first life, huh? But <laughs> 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 being more like, oh, okay, I could tell that. Like you know, when you are aware of like past lives, sometimes I mean, at least me, sometimes I'm like, oh, like you know, maybe this is like their first energetic lesson mm. of this form, you know. I don't know. This is like an internal thought. I've never like told anybody this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, since no, no. we're speaking, I'm just like, you know, se te pasa por la mente sometimes about uh, past lives. and. I mean, not really. No, okay, I'm no, not just, it's yeah. not a bad thing. No. I be thinking sometimes I'm like, damn, they must have not learned that last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I think, I think that would be, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that judgmental, I think. Damn, I, I mean, I, I'm a silent <laughs> judger. I am. I'm a silent judger. I'll be like, no. damn. It's because, you know, sometimes some things are just common sense to us. So I think that the things that are common sense to me, I'm just like, damn, maybe I learned that in the last life. That's yeah. why it's common sense. So that's why I'm just like, okay, maybe like, you know, you didn't do this because you didn't realize that that was something that was something. Mm -hmm. That was something. That was something. <laughs> it, it was a lot of things. Um, but nonetheless, uh, speaking of past lives, I wanted to bring up the last song that I was going to say. And I know some people are probably like, I want to talk about more music. You know what? valid and we're going to actually be having playlists after um i'm going to debate on doing it after every episode or after every other episode but there will definitely be playlists that follow along these episodes so if you're like damn i really like the themes i really like the topics and i want to know where he gets his inspiration from um i mean at least i would like to know where i got my inspiration from if i wasn't <laughs> me you know <laughs> so with that being said i will be creating playlists under a hella perreo Spotify account, not my own, because you know, I gotta give Hella Perreo the spotlight. And so, Hella Perreo's uh, playlists are gonna be available on the link in bio on Instagram. So, if you're following us on Instagram and you're part of our community on there, go ahead and do that. But the next song is um, by Arca. We brought up Arca last episode, and that is not to be confused by Arcangel. Arca is a Venezuelan non binary trans uh, producer. I'm sure you've heard of them. Perhaps, maybe, no. You were nodding con confianza, and I was <laughs> buying it. <laughs> buying it. Fake it till you make it. Exactly, yeah. and you made it. You made it. <laughs> he made it. it to the hot seat. And so, yeah, Arca, this is um, El Alma Que Te Trajo. Una perra, pero te yo hago. I don't know. I just, I feel really inspired by that song. I just think that it's very otherworldly. It's very like the future, the past, and the present. El alma que te trajo. I think it's just like insinuating that there are other lives. El alma que te trajo. Like there's a life and a force that brought you to where we are now. Yeah. And then it's also like very spooky and like demonic and like <laughs> regalame este alma que te trajo. Yeah. So like give me your soul. It's it's just everything. I just feel like I'm in a sex dungeon when I listen to this song. I think it's it's very beautiful too because it almost invites the idea of vulnerability with intimacy, right? It's like mm. and like rebellion. Uh, yeah, like it has an air of rebeldía. But I, I just, like, I can't see it without the idea of intimacy. Because to truly be um, 
uh, intimate with somebody, it's it's when when the souls connect, right? And yeah, so it's like oh to be able so to you know, it's like an avatar. Yeah. So very very <laughs> avatar. It's giving avatar <laughs> with a tree and the little braid. <laughs> <laughs> Even though avatar is very colonizer. Well, but bueno, I see this and I have not done my deep dive. <sighs> it would no, it would be really interesting to do the a deep dive about avatar. Maybe in another life. Con la otra que me la trae. And the next round. Um, <laughs> no, pues sí. I mean, I just, I, I, I'm just really inspired. I mean, they're both, um, both of the artists. So it's produced by Safety Chance, which is, um, he's a producer from Caracas, Venezuela. Grew up in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, very experimental, very like out there. And then Arca being trans. I mean, that's already magic within and of itself. And, yeah. um, the way that she just, you know, incorporates so many different things and different, like, energies. And she has, like, a really dope collaboration with Rosalia. And, you know, people feel how they want to feel about Rosalia. I have been slowly, um, you know, inching towards being more of a fan. Um, getting into my Motopapi era, I uh, guess. Uh, I just not the eras. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eras. It's the era. Danny, what would be something that you would want to tell your previous younger you like let's say danny that was running through richmond that was just like up and down in high school figuring himself out look at you now what would you say don't deny yourself Ooh. the liberty of being you <gasps> and it got deeper yeah all oh, right so wait, say, that again. Yeah. say that again <laughs> he's gonna go profound no, not just profound i'm gonna go deep um, <laughs> subterranean deep. Subterranean, <laughs> donde están los pantanos. He's gonna go. He's gonna go ocean gate deep. Oh uh, no! <laughs> Not the ocean gate. Uh, okay. Go okay. make your insides combust. Ah. Uh, well you feel <laughs> of emotion yeah, and intimacy. That's y todo. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done. No, pues sí. Um. Yeah, what were you saying before we got into this whole freaking... What would you tell your younger tangent? self? Oh, yeah. So don't deny yourself of the what? The liberty of being yourself. You know, I think... That's uh, a tattoo. I hope somebody tattoos uh, themselves uh, and tags you. They better tag me. <laughs> 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 no, if I not, think... not, they're a hater. They're just a hater. Don't be a... Yeah. Una madre is coming. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't believe I have to <laughs> ever, right? I think my karma got your back. Not even karma. Um... I think my ancestors got my back. Uh, you know what? That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I actually full-heartedly agree, and I love tapping into my ancestors. Yeah. Uh, I don't know them all, obviously, yeah. but I like, you know, imagining what they would be saying to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you hear Do you hear them ever? Like, how did that, um, how did they come to show up for you? Uh, well, on my altar, they show up before <gasps> me. Yeah. Um, I have... I have a, a boveda, and so what's that? Uh, I even don't know. A spiritual table, uh, if you must, if you, yeah, I guess I can. That's <laughs> if how you must know, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a spiritual table where 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 up. your <laughs> where your ancestors live, yeah, and um. Oh, I love that! Yeah. Like for them to visit, or they live. Th that that's where I uplift my muerto. <laughs> or that's where I uplift or that's give beautiful. light to my to my ancestors. Yeah. Well, Dia de los Muertos is coming up, Most so I'm sure yeah. it's going to be a cozy vibe in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it shall, it shall. It shall and it will. Whatever you have in your mind will 
come to pass. So, um, you know, that's another message to younger <laughs> us. These days, we're full I'm of so them. <laughs> we're full of them. And since you're so done with me, that is going to be the end of Jalapeno. <laughs> this episode has been such a fun time. We need to do another one, maybe season two, whenever, whatever, yes. whenever the stars align. These mm. days. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> where can you be found where can you found on these internet streets uh, or I these avenues I don't know are you avenues. a street or an avenue type I'm of guy I'm more of an alley are you mirala que perra que perra que perra que perra la amiga but you can find me on TikTok as vibing with Danny um, alright you guys well thank you so much for showing up um, and showing out that is Hala Perreo and stay tuned guys we are going to be back with the next one and you will find out when that is bye